Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey guys, and we're back with the big one zero. This is episode ten. We finally made it to our tenth episode. Um, shocking, shocking. I know. <laughs> Amazing. I didn't... Badges. No. <laughs> oh. You get to be on the next episode. Well, I'm living hand to mouth on these episodes day to day. To be honest. <laughs> um, unfortunately, this week we are down a crew member. Uh, Zero has had to die, respond oh. to some unforeseen circumstances, and uh, we, however, do have a replacement. It's an amazing replacement. replacement. A nice not, replacement. <gasps> a I'm a nice horrible. replacement. Hang not, on a not... minute. Wait a minute. You're supposed to be Scottish. <laughs> You're the honorary Scottish person in this, so you need to try a bit harder than that. <laughs> Unfortunately not. I can do Welsh, but perhaps not Scottish. That'll do. Go for it. Oh, no. No one wants okay. to hear Welsh. <laughs> All right. we, we need no one wants to hear Welsh. You're going to fit right in here. <laughs> already hit Welsh, people. Keep going. Um, so, we have the usual two of three. We have Ross and Rich. All right. Hello. And I am pleased to introduce, we have Elle. Hello. Uh, you may recognise the name from some of her fantastic posts uh, on the website. And, well, Elle, tell us a little bit about yourself. So I managed to uh, bribe my way into getting a PC when I was about seven. Um, I used to play Apache Flight Combat Simulators. <laughs> that was my favourite nice. thing at the time. Wow. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's really effeminate as well. I love it. <laughs> oh, no. I used to love them. Apache's my favourite uh, helicopter. But, um... <laughs> I don't have a favourite helicopter. It's like the only one I know. <laughs> Just, uh, oh, no, we, no. I love it. It's great. Um, then I moved on to the horror genre of games. And I used to love uh, Resident Evil, Silent Hill. Um, got really deep into Memorpagas. Lost a lot of my life to WoW. So, predominantly a PC gamer, but I fill my house with consoles as well. Excellent. Which oh, ones are you uh, playing currently? Um, the Playstations. Uh, my favourite one is Playstation 2. I still can't get over how much the Playstation 3 looks like a toasty maker. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that never occurred to me! <laughs> I've been playing games on the Breville. Oh, I know. Well, I, I'm in the kitchen a lot, so... <laughs> oh, wow. Welcome to the Stereotype Podcast. <laughs> we didn't say it, that's fine. <laughs> I can with it. I'm in the kitchen a lot and I am fed up of toasting my DVDs. <laughs> so, so I couldn't use a PS3, I've had to switch back to PS2. Which is much more beautiful. 
I'd hate to see what the PS3 looks like with toasted sandwiches in it. <laughs> hey, I've got kids. I don't, I don't think it's going to be too long until that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I've got that slide one as well. I've got the PS3 Super Slim. Yeah. So it doesn't even it doesn't even have a drawer or anything. It like slides across. But you know they're going to put bread in it. You know they're going to try and put bread in it anyway. Is yours really easy to open? Well, yeah, you push the eject button and it opens. Well, no, 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 no. Like, you don't even need to push the eject button. It just, like, you tap the lid and it slides open. It does, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Not that you, not, okay. I not don't do a huge amount of tap dancing lid. on the lid while I'm playing the game, though, to be honest. <laughs> You're missing out, Rich. <laughs> must be. <laughs> this is why you use, you don't use the PlayStation as a footstool while you're playing on it. Just saying. Or a toasty right, machine. Yeah, while I'm playing my 360. <laughs> That's pretty much what your PlayStation's been reduced to, isn't it? No, I use mine fairly regularly, actually. I'd also like to point out that I've never heard anybody, and I, considering how much I play them, this is quite impressive, but I've never heard anybody actually call them a Mopoka before, which is brilliant because it sounds like you've just sneezed. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine, but I play Mopoka. Sorry, what do you play? <laughs> Bless you, by the way. What do you play? <laughs> oh, I love it. Are you, uh, are you looking for... Are you, what are you playing at the minute? Are you playing any MMOs at the moment? I am indeed. What are you playing? I am playing Terra because it looks beautiful. It does. Are you a bunny? No, I'm not. What are you? You've got to be a cat of some description, haven't you? No, I'm not. Oh, no, no, no I'm not. Stereotype I'm podcast. <laughs> hey, hey, I was a bunny. I have I... a massive thing for uh, drain eyes when I used to play WoW. Right, okay. So I chose the uh, draconic looking people. Massive. If guys that don't actually have armor, they've just got really thick skin. Yeah, they've just got abs made of steel. Abs of steel. My bunny didn't have abs of steel, really. <laughs> had abs of fur. I've got some videos up on YouTube of Terra. It was quite good fun, but it didn't last me, me all that long. It was very similar to um, Neverwinter. I tried playing Neverwinter the yeah. other day. It's just like really fast-paced combat. But other the questing than that, is so boring. Really flat. Um, Final Fantasy XIV, Realm Reborn, coming out on the 27th of this month. That's my next MMO. I'm really, really looking forward to that now. I don't know. I think Final Fantasy died for me when they brought out 10.2. Really? Yeah. See, I, I stopped being that interested in the in the single player ones. But I played Final Fantasy 11 when it first came out, and I played that for a little while. And apart from the combat being really, really dire, I really enjoyed the game. I loved the atmosphere and the and the world and the monsters and the artwork and everything. And you could feel like you could really get lost in it. Half the problem I've got with a load of the MMOs nowadays, they're just so focused on combat and everything's about getting somewhere quick. Whereas I liked WoW and Lineage 2 and a load of the other MMOs that I've played because I I can lose myself in the world. I get to explore and, and just find my own little corner and find something really cool. And that's what I'm looking forward to in Final Fantasy XIV. Fair enough. I played so Final hope Fantasy VII. Yeah, that's that's the end. <laughs> that it's the beginning and the end of your Final Fantasy experience, isn't it, Ross? I tried eight. Didn't like it. I didn't to like be eight. Fair, that's, what? That's, just, that's the same with me. Squall was a, Squall was a puff. I liked oh my eight. God. I liked eight in general, but I said it before. Squall was a puff. <laughs> Nancy boy. Seven was the one that I played, and I can remember the gleaming moment where I knew that I was going to be a horrible person. Was when Aerith died, and I felt nothing, and my little brother was crying next to me. <laughs> I was like, oh god, no. You didn't care when Ares died. Is that is that what you just said? Yeah. You just said that to me. Rich, well, Rich, Rich cried like a little girl. <laughs> I, had to turn I didn't even know what to do with myself. Oh man. <laughs> my grandma died, and I was less cut up about it than that. Nah, <laughs> oh, I, I just, she wasn't my favourite. Tifa was my gal. 
Yeah, if Tifa had died, I'd have been very upset. Yeah, yeah. Fritz has got a thing for her. Um, let's move on, shall we? Notice what you've been doing this week. <laughs> Uh, to be honest, I haven't played a great deal. I played some of WWE 12 uh, at the weekend. It's quite difficult. Oh, get on with it. Quite difficult. You've been doing the, don't, uh, know the, don't know the controls. Doing the career don't, mode of you. I don't even know how to access career mode. If I'm honest. <laughs> what? Really? Wrong fucking podcast. Is that, <laughs> is that the one where you've got to click in the clicky stick to counter people? Oh what? Uh, it's one of the shoulder buttons. It's the R2. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Fucking basically, you're running around beating. But it crap, comes up. It comes up for like up a split second. Yeah, well, all you do is just repeatedly tap it. Exactly. The entire time, yeah. and your, your right index finger comes out like a bicep <laughs> by the end of the game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's. Do you know what? I think that's probably all I've played in the last fortnight. Put you off games. It was that bad. That. That <laughs> and. Uh, NBA 2K13. Oh, Ross, you've done this to him. <laughs> yeah, but listen to what he says about it. How you on with yeah, it, pretty much exactly the same as WWE 2 uh, as <laughs> I WWE. Don't WWE. fucking understand how to play it. What no, games? I don't. That's the thing. <laughs> like, they can't be that complicated. They're for they're people not. who like sports games. They're not. <laughs> I just don't understand the rules of the game. <laughs> so you don't, oh, hang on. So the problem is you don't understand the rules of basketball, like actually how basketball works in real life. Now yeah, I get, much. I get. Okay, that's fine. But wrestling, you hit the other guy in the face. <laughs> okay, right. Okay, yeah. I we can do that. To be, <laughs> to be honest, I spent, I actually spent more time creating my superstar <laughs> than I did actually playing the game. That is the yeah. greatest great character in any game I've ever played. Mm. The wrestling ones. They're so in-depth. You've never played City of Heroes. Clearly. Oh, God. <laughs> like the craziest superhero in the entire world you can make in that. was amazing. I freaking love that game. Yeah, me too. Uh, Ross, what about you? Have you actually played anything other than Football Manager? <laughs> <laughs> I played a few things today. Uh, or Plants some... vs. Zombies. I played Plants vs. 2, yeah. That's really good. Oh, you played Plants vs. Zombies 2? Yes. Is it, oh, go, t tell me more. Tell me more. Well, it's basically exactly the same as the first one, but different settings, and diff a few oh, different, okay. uh, a few different plants, a few different zombies. Yeah, <laughs> but you um, you play the first level as is normal, like in a back garden, and then I think his name is Crazy Dave. Yeah, the guy. Yeah. He eats this taco, um, and he he really enjoyed it and wants another one, but has to go back in time. So he gets his time machine, and <laughs> you end up um, in ancient Egypt, forty five. Oh. 45,000 years or something like that before the taco is made so you have to f you basically time travel through the ages that's, that's <laughs> the purpose of the game I always right. wanted them to make a, like a, a kind of reverse pants versus zombies where you play as the zombies you can do that can you? On the, in the Xbox versions yeah oh, you can play co-op um, one person oh, that's... to plants one person to zombies that's not really co-op is it? Well, no, it's first. You're against each other. In fact, that's, yeah, that's the you exact can do, you, yeah, you can do co-op as well but yeah, you can do right. on the uh, in the console versions you can play yeah. for zombies as well. But, as we discussed earlier, this is not Garden Warfare, is it? No, me and Rich got a bit confused on the Trailer Trash episode we did. Mm. Um, we, we, well, we, tra we talked about the trailer for Garden Warfare, which is uh, coming to consoles later this year. Mm -hmm. This is iOS um, only for, well, for now. Yeah. And it's uh, basically the same as one, really. Same style of gameplay. But it's excellent. It looks superb as well. Mm. It looks just really looking good. at the stills of it. It looks really good. Yeah, so. they've, they've like just touched up some of the animations on the like when the plants are spitting the the uh, like the, the peas out. 
yeah. they puff out their cheeks first and then they blow them out, which is pretty cool. Yeah, hey, right, okay, that's cool. Uh, I played some DJ Hero today. How's that? Yeah, good. Let's get more scratching on. Getting the scratching on. <laughs> Is that what the cool kids say? I'm getting the scratch on. I'm sure that's what they say, Rich. <laughs> surely, that, surely that means something else, doesn't it? I've no idea. I've played uh, <laughs> Rock Band 3 today as well. I've been getting my music games. Giving yeah, them dust so that's off. good. Today. Getting some crazy finger action on the go. Yeah, exactly. But on the guitar. And then play Guitar Hero. <laughs> <laughs> I said nothing. And I downloaded the, the new Humble Bundle, the EA Aww. one. How's Origin treating you? It's awful. I know. Really? <laughs> it's so slow. Ori- See, I don't mind Origin. I just don't like losing the features that you get from Steam. Yeah, compared to Steam. Yeah. Side by side with Steam, it's absolutely terrible. But there's a couple of things that Origin does better than Steam. Really? Like, yeah. Um, syncing save games is the biggest thing that it does way, way better. If you've ever tried playing Steam, playing a Steam game across two PCs, mm-hmm. and you want it to sync your save games using Steam Cloud... It's a nightmare because it just doesn't always work. So you'll go to the other PC and it won't have the right save game. So you've got to go back to the first one, make sure it's synced. But then you've already launched a game on the other PC. So it thinks that that's the latest version and tries to overwrite your save game on the new PC. And then it tells you there's a conflict. And then Do you the get annoyed. Do the games not have to have that enabled though? You don't have to have that enabled. But if you like I've got, I've got a gaming PC and a gaming laptop. And depending <laughs> on what I'm doing, I want to launch one or the other. So mm-hmm. it pisses me off. So I, I ended up having to just sync everything manually. I was just manually copying the files between the two machines. But if you use Origin, it does that way better. Oh, right. And Uplay, Uplay does it way better as well. Mm. Mm. Cool. There you go. Tidbit Maybe. of information. <laughs> How else have you been getting on then, Ross? You, did you play actually play any of the games, or did you just wait for Origin to download and then... Uh, by the time we had to come online to do this podcast, uh, a few of the games were still downloading, so... I don't right. anything. You just downloaded it. all of them in one go. <laughs> no, I was doing them one at a time, but I didn't get time to play anything really. But I played most of them before anyway. Mm. I think we need to shout this out as well because for those of you who don't track the Humble Bundles or keep an eye on what's going on, there is a brand new Humble Bundle out, which is the Humble Origin Bundle. If you don't like Origin very much, eh, tough shit because the games are really good. So you've got Dead Space, um, Need, uh, sorry, Burnout Paradise, the Ultimate Box, Crisis 2 Maximum Edition, Mirror's Edge, which is amazing, Dead Space 3, which is amazing, Medal of Honor, which I've not played but heard is amazing. If you play over, uh, pay over $4.76, you get Battlefield 3, which is amazing, and The Sims 3, which is kind of amazing if you're a girl. <laughs> and you also get the Battlefield, Battlefield, Battlefield 3 soundtrack and The Sims the 3 Sims soundtrack. Sound. Yeah. Which you'll probably be hearing under this podcast, if I'm honest. And considering all of that for what? Three pound ninety? Yeah, I think I paid five dollars. Yeah. Is what I pay every time. It's beautiful. Yeah, pretty oh, much. That is a lot of game for that uh, money. I don't, I don't know if you guys have actually seen, but they've, uh, they've released the next weekly bundle as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, which was handpicked by PewDiePie. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh, it's got. Uh, oh, yeah, hang on though, because it's got Showdown effect and Amnesia: The Dark Descent in there, and it's I only two dollars twenty-two at the moment. And Amnesia is excellent, and Showdown already, effect is great for a laugh. Uh, but I already own Amnesia, Thomas Was Alone, and McPixel, so I'm not going to pay two twenty-two for those two games. The other two well, games. Yeah, but two, see, for me, that's really good. I haven't played Tom. I think I own Thomas Was Alone actually. I haven't played it, but Showdown effect is excellent. Really, really good fun if you've got a few of the of you that want to play. If you haven't got any friends, probably not the best thing in the world. <laughs> what have you been playing this week? Mm, my wife. Um, <laughs> oh, wait, in the games. Have you completed I, that um, <laughs> What, have I completed my wife? <laughs> yeah, I've got three kids. I am done. <laughs> um, 
no, we. My wife came in the other day uh, with a copy of Last of Us in her hand randomly, uh, without asking me if I. Well, she knew I wanted it, but without saying anything, she just came in with a copy of it in her hand. So I've been playing Last of Us, which is a really long game considering it's a really linear single-player game. Yeah. It's excellent though. I'm really, really getting into it. One thing that I completely didn't know as well: there's multiplayer on it, which is really bizarre. So I'm yeah, looking, I've been I, reading about that. I just didn't. That just actually really took me by surprise. So it's like a kind of co-op, Left 4 Dead-esque kind of mission-based multiplayer, from what I gather. But for me, that game is just solely for the story. Like, yeah. I, I'd hesitate to multiplayer it. I'd, I'm willing to give it a go, providing you can get other people that are just kind of involved in the storyline and involved in the game playing it, yeah. rather than people who just really want to kick ass. And you know, I don't want Battlefield Three players on it. I want other people who are kind of involved in immersing themselves. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm I'm loving that. I've played a little bit more Uncharted, and I completed God of War Three, which I did think was a really really good game. And I'm going to have to get the next God of War as well. I haven't, I still haven't played Killzone. Not played that at all. It's a generic shooter. Yeah. They're all the same. I haven't really bothered putting... They're all the same. Pretty much. Really? <laughs> all shooting games are the same. All Pretty right, much. You run forward and you point. shoot people. Hang on a minute. How much has changed, yeah, in the last, let's say, four wrestling games? Loads. A different developer. <laughs> yeah, between the last the last one and the one that's just about to come out. Yeah, tons. Yeah, tons. Really? Yeah. Okay, we're going to settle that with I don't believe you. We'll carry on. Fair enough. Um... But yeah, it's uh, um, Last of Us is great. It's one of those games where I kind of don't want it to end. So I'm really, really taking my time in between everything that I'm doing. I'm spending ages exploring every room. I'm making sure I go through all the dialogue options. I'm kind of playing. I found myself, which I don't do this very often at all, but I found myself kind of dying on purpose. So I'll do part of a level. I'll do part of a level and then I'll kind of, I'll get to the end of it and I've killed like loads of people. And then right at the end, I'll kind of look back and go, Oh, if I'd have just hugged the wall on the right, nobody would have seen me. So I'll just like run up to the next guy that I can see and let him kill me, and then replay that section of the game again, so I can I can do it the way that I thought would have been better. Is yeah, I n- no, I can understand where you're coming from. There was a bit quite near the beginning where I did the exact same thing. I was like, oh wait, hang on. Now I'm dead. If I do this or do it differently, then I won't get killed at all, and I can make it through by sneak it just sneaking yeah. uh, so yeah I, no I, I can fully understand where you're coming from with that but then every now and again I just completely go off the wall because one of my mates was sat um, watching me play it and he goes I've seen somebody else playing this game and they're really sneaky and really cautious and really careful he said watching you is fucking hilarious because <laughs> I'll start off being sneaky and then I'll just be like do you know what fuck it and lob a bottle somewhere a load of zombies or a load of people will go oh there's a bottle and wander over and have a look and I'll be just like Molotov 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 and I'm on my way so you can just... I, one thing I do really like about that game is you don't have to be sneaky. It's not like Splinter Cell where the world ends if you get seen by somebody or you've got to fuck mm. around in a cardboard box for ages. You just... Yeah. If everything goes to shit, you just shoot everybody. It's not the end of the world. I do quite like it. Never What's Al been doing? Me? Borderlands 2. That's been taking up a mental amount of my time. Are you still oh, playing? so boring. Oh, really? <laughs> Amazing! I love the characters in it. How can you not like Tiny Tina? Tiny Tina is the best character that's ever existed in a computer game ever. Who? Freaking fantastic! These bombs are the bizzle. <laughs> oh man! Do, I don't just, even know who you're talking about. There's a little like I think she's supposed to be like she's an eight-year-old year old, girl. and 14. she fourteen, and she just she's just this shit ton of awesome. 
Uh, I think there's like this bandit that murders her family and she invites him to a tea party. You have to go and get him. And she electrocutes him to death. And I'm just like, God, if I was 14 year, 14 years old and doing that, I'd be doing pretty well for myself. <laughs> yeah, basically she's gone mad. Her whole, whole family got killed and she's just completely gone batshit crazy. And okay. she's like the bandit's worst nightmare. She makes bombs and she's like killing loads of people. And she's just really, really funny. But all the, pretty much all the characters in that get Scooter nearly made me wet myself on several occasions. Scooter. He's the um the like mechanic guy. Mm. No. <laughs> but I no no, not that I don't care, it's that I don't know what you're talking about. The only <laughs> character that I find even remotely entertaining is Krieg. Krieg? Yeah. Which one's Krieg? I don't even remember Krieg. He's the psycho bandit that they released as a DLC. Oh, so I never can... playable character. Oh, I never played the DLCs. I only play. I played the original game, and by the time the DLCs came out, I'd already completed it like a month and a half ago. So I couldn't be asked mm. to go back to it. Fair enough. Love that game though. Um, Alice Madness Returns. I've been playing that as well. <sighs> I haven't played that. <sighs> Keep meaning to. There's it's another a... one in the works, isn't there? Um, uh... I think that there is. It's like when she's grown up, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just I also read there's supposed to be. Yeah. It's... Dollars dishwater again. <laughs> Sorry, Al, but the, these are. See, this is the thing, right? Obviously, me and Al are sat on one side of, side of the table here with our MMOs and our <laughs> games, right? And you guys are sat on the other side of the table with wrestling and sweaty men. I've converted Lewis to a, a jock. You geeks sit over there. Yeah, we will sit over yeah, here with like, yeah. games. <laughs> it's alright, when we finish, I'm going to play some Madden. <laughs> no, I like another game. Oh, what has happened? Uh, Another game that I don't understand how to play. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love, I love that these games that are made. Oh, go on, I'm going to say it for simpletons. Even she's getting cut out this week's podcast. No, it's not. You don't cut that out. No, you're getting cut out of all of it. <laughs> these are these are people that don't understand computers. These are people that pick up a pad and don't understand which way up it needs to be held. These are the kind of people that are the reason that they write start and select above buttons. So they know which way round they need to be holding the pad. They're going to be fucked when the Xbox One comes out. Oh, no. Anything else, Elle? Um, that we can slam you for. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I've been, I've been going back to uh, Silent Hill as well. Really? Um, Two's my favourite, but um, I've been playing through three and also Downpour. Who? Oh, Downpour. Mm. Did you ever play The Room? Yes, I did. I loved that one. It was different. I think it could have stood not to be a Silent Hill game if it had just been a completely separate horror game. I think it would have made more sense. Yeah, it it would have stood a little better, I think, with public opinion as well. But But that cat in the refrigerator, that has got to be one of my favourite bits. It was the shoes. It was mm-hmm. the shoes walking across the floor that got me. Oh, really? I just, I was just walking around. I was just kind of looking around the apartment, and I caught something out of the corner of my eye, and then looked back, and there's a pair of shoes walking across the floor. It's like completely, like the scariest thing that ever happened to me when I was playing Resident Evil Nemesis is I was running up on a corner, and I knew there were going to be zombies around it. And just before I got to the corner, a piece of paper blew round the corner, oh. and I have never shit myself so much <laughs> in my entire life. Have you played Silent Hill Three? Uh, no, I didn't, because I One played 2 and didn't like it. Oh, really? Oh, uh, nostalgia, you know, some people really go for it and cling on to things they love. But yeah. 3 was one of my favourite scariest moments. 
you get locked in a bathroom and there's this massive um, wall mirror and you have to watch it, otherwise your character dies. So if you, tu- if you turn away from the mirror and try to get out of the room, your health starts going down. Um, and basically, in the mirror, all this blood starts like coming out of um, the wall, starts draining down, going over your character's reflection and into the sink. And then it freaking starts coming out the sink on your side of the mirror. And I was bloody freaking the shit out. I was like, fuck <laughs> this, I'm going to go and have a cup of tea. <laughs> the, first time, the first time a nurse came at me in Silent Hill 1. Oh, no, man. These are all things that are just like... It's, it's the smallest things. Like, the entire game is creepy as fuck. Resident Evil, the nemesis is busting through walls at you at every available opportunity. But because you're so expectant of that really crazy jump-out-of-your-skin moment to happen at every given time, the smallest thing causes you to completely brick yourself. <laughs> like a little piece of paper going around the corner. I, or The I other know, one think... was the, uh, the creeper in Resident Evil 2 jumping through the, oh, the one-way mirror in the police yeah. station. Oh, Jesus. It's, I sometimes I think less is more, which is why I thought that Dead Space Three was, uh, and generally the Dead Space games as well, not as scary as Silent Hill. I think more psychological horror is my thing. Yeah, same. I prefer it like um, what the fuck do you call it? Um, paranormal Activity, where yeah. there's more kind of implied horror than actual nasty things going on. Yeah. What was that one? What was that indie game that you played, Rich? Which one? <laughs> uh, the one that was basically going through the different levels of... Uh, is it schizophrenia? Oh, yeah, that was um, Don't Look Now. Yeah. Where you could... Oh, is that yeah. the one where the screen goes all like... we? I, I've kept on hear, hearing people talk about this, um, but it might not be the same one. Hang on, go on. <laughs> There's, well, I played a couple, but Don't Look Now is one of them that I played, where you start off and, and everything's covered in post-it notes. Is that the one you're on about? No. Okay then. <laughs> this is one where, where pretty much you're you're in the mind of somebody who's suffering from psychosis, and the there is no combat in the game, but there are these things that are there, like the, like they're in a, this person's inner demons. You can't fight them, but what you've got to do is not look at them. So to go past them, you've got to basically turn away from them and force your way past them, but. As they're there, it makes your screen shake, and there's loads of really horrible, nasty, like nail, nails on a chalkboard music. And it tries to turn your camera so that you're looking at them. So you've got to kind of force the mouse out of the way and stuff, and it it messes you up. We are back with the news. So, Ross, anything from you this week? Yeah, I want to kick off with some Nintendo news. Has anyone played the uh, new Super Mario Brothers two? On the uh, 3DS? No. It was all about... Oh, wait, yes, I think I might have done. The, the really know. gold one, all about collect- yeah, yeah. collecting gold. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they've now calculated that there's been... Th- uh, one trillion coins have been collected in that game. By people that have been playing it. I don't even know what this game is. Is that is it just like a normal, a normal yeah, Mario like game where you collect Mario. coins? Yeah, but there's loads of coins in it. The, I think that one of the aims of the game is to collect like a million coins. It keeps a, right. it keeps a counter running for every level, and this is all being fed back to Nintendo so that they can illicitly count all the coins that you've been collecting and yeah, create exactly. some kind of like mega database of coin collectors. Yeah, but a trillion—that's a lot. <laughs> trillion coins have been collected. Is, is that really news? I was going to say the interesting fact about this is that Nintendo somehow thought that this was big enough to put out in a press release. It's Nintendo news. <laughs> like something's happened quick <laughs> there's fucking nothing else is going on there's like Zelda nobody knows what's happening with that quick trillion coins I've got some Microsoft news that isn't Xbox 
Okay, go on then. Games for Windows has been shut down. Really? Yeah. Well, it's really? going to shut down on August the 22nd, so that's next Thursday. Game, games for Windows Live is, is flat out shutting down? Yes. Is this the thing that was, that's been going on for a while? Because I had not even heard about that. Yeah, it's a new story. Uh, Microsoft is to retire Games for Windows Live service next Thursday, August 22nd. The closure means PC players will no longer be able to purchase new games through the Games for Windows Live marketplace. Okay, but this doesn't mean that the Games for Windows Live functionality that is in games that are already out is going to go away. Um, let me read the new story a bit more. Hang on. Bear in mind, stuff like Dawn of War 2 yeah. re- requires Windows Live in order to join with friends and stuff. It uses a really shitty overlay that's like the Steam overlay, but like somebody who didn't fully understand what the Steam overlay did or how it functioned grabbed a couple of crayons and just smashed all over the screen. <laughs> and they never made it any better and it didn't function very well and it was really shite all so right. instead of making it better they're just shutting it down Microsoft continues to support games for Windows Live platform you can continue to enjoy previously purchased games right so yeah you'd be right. but they're not, they're not bringing any new games out and it was a nice idea it was a nice idea to kind of mix Xbox Live with Windows Live mm. but it's Steam yeah just, just put Steam on Xbox done yeah Yep. That's all you need to do. They put Steam on PlayStation. They really do very much with it, but they put it on PlayStation. Mm. How does that work? I've got no idea. Does it I, know it's, I know it's there. I know, I'm know. i aware of its existence, but I, don't, I have how, no idea what it actually does. How? I don't even know how you access it. <laughs> I, think, I think you use it with certain games. I think that's the only thing that you can use it for. I think it's like... I think if you've got the orange box or certain Valve games... You use, you use it with them. I don't know what the point of well, it is. Well, it was Doom, Doom from the start on PlayStation because it was rolled out with uh, Portal 2 and that coincided with uh, PlayStation's um, hacking that happened oh, yeah, last year. So it was down for a month. Oh, well, that, that went well then. Yeah. <laughs> Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> Valve are like, right, fuck them Sony bastards. We're going to put out a virus in this Steam thing. <laughs> <laughs> Job done. Uh, GTA 5's online mode has been announced today. There's a two and a half minute video for it. Yeah, I haven't seen this video. Does it look amazing? It looks incredible. So uh, this looks considerably better than the than the kind of stinted, stunted multiplayer that was in GTA 4. Yes, mm. much much better. Hopefully, right. they have gone down the road of the um, Red Dead Redemption multiplayer. I think yeah, I think they have. They've taken lots of bits from that. Uh, because can, that was just incredible. You can set up gangs, and you can go on bank hoists. See, I uh, love yeah. the idea of being able to set up, like, the, you know, say ten of you are in the level, yeah. and a couple of you team up, and then a, a couple more of you team up, and then you, like, find somebody else, and, in, and instead of shooting them to death, you go, you join our gang, or we're going to shoot you a load, <laughs> and, like, nick their money, and then they are now you're henchmen type thing. Yeah. And then you can yeah. have, like, maybe two or three of these individual gangs that are roaming around that part, part of the city, and you've got to kind of vie it out for territory and stuff. That'd be brilliant. Yeah. There's a uh, Grand Theft Auto Online is a dynamic and persistent online world for 16 players that begins by sharing gameplay features, geography, and mechanics with GTA 5. But it will continue to expand and evolve after its launch with new created content by Rockstar and the Grand Theft Auto community. So, so they're going for kind of an inf- infamous two-style user-created content thing. Yeah, a little bit seems. Sounds pretty good. They're doing so much with this game. I do wonder sometimes with a lot of developers, especially with stuff like Watch Dogs, whether they've bitten off more than they can chew. But I I Mm. don't get that impression with this. No. It it doesn't seem to me like that they've gone too far. It seems to me like they've kind of gone, 
let we didn't go far enough with with GTA 4. Let's take what we what we've made before and make some kind of crazy enormous RPG style like so close to a full on RPG that it, it's almost something else entirely. Yeah, it's going to be an absolutely huge game. Just a single player alone and then add into the this multiplayer. It's, it's all three islands though, isn't it? It's yeah. Los Santos, Los Santos uh, San Andreas and the other one. Vice City. The other one. <laughs> oh really? Is it actually all of those cities in one game? Yeah, See, I, I didn't think, think so. That they were going to manage to do this after GTA 4 because I, I was genuinely let down by GTA 4. But I actually think that they've made me kind of excited about this. Mm. Yeah. I, th- I honestly thought that I was, I was just not that bothered. But after seeing all the content they keep putting out, and I think that's the reason that they're doing it, because a load of people are just like, GTA's GTA. It doesn't change, it's just GTA. And I think they're trying to break out of that model and go, well, no, it's not just GTA. Look at all this other stuff that we've got. The other thing that I think is that there's a surprising amount of people that either never played San Andreas or didn't know it existed. And it's one of the, it's like the best GTA game. Yeah. Uh, no, I agree. Um, to the point where I actually bought it on Steam. I've never played it, but I bought it on Steam. <laughs> just, just so. How can I... you agree if you've never played it? No, I've played San Andreas. I finished right. it on the Xbox. Right. Bought on Steam just so I could, if I ever felt the nostalgia, the, the need, the need for nostalgia, then I would, um, yeah, then I could go and play it on Steam. Yeah, pop some caps in some homies. Mm, exactly. I can empathise. I don't know how this That's works. That's very like, middle class, Rich. Pop, pop some caps in some homies. I don't know what the kids are calling it nowadays. The strange thing I found about that game was I found that I could empathise much, much more with some like up and coming, down and out gang member in the hood in America in this really grotty kind of ghetto than I could with some Polish dude who's just fresh off the boat and starts shooting people. Yeah. No, I can see that. Maybe that's just me. I don't know if you guys have seen the video for this, but The Wolf Among Us, the next um, Telltale project. Now, Elle should be excited about this if if she's read the Bill Willingham's uh, graphic novels, Mm -hmm. which uh, the game is based on. Uh, The Fable series. Uh, You play as Bigby Wolf. And... uh... What's he... Uh, yeah, you play as big. <laughs> it's, Sorry, um, no. you've you've got to keep um, basically other um, fairy tale creatures um, from, from killing each, each other, other is the basic. They've, basic yeah, thing. they've they've been exiled from Never Neverland or the, the their fairy tale island or lands um, to the real world, and uh, they're disguised, and you basically have to. Stop them from killing each other or being discovered. Have you ever seen a TV program called Grimm? Yes. Uh, yes. That sounds... Now, I've not even seen the trailer for this thing, but that sounds inc- incredibly similar to the premise for that TV mm. program. I think but, with with all fairy tales and things like that, you they've been around a very long time and it's really yeah. hard to get like a fresh perspective on it. But I, I really love Telltale games and the way that they present things. Yeah, like, I, I I really loved um, the uh, the Walking Dead game, so I'm, I'm I'm really excited to just like see this. 
the the art style is so incredibly similar to the walking dead i think uh, they realize that they hit the nail on the head with the walking dead in general and to be yeah. honest it's not just that it's the art style the storyline and the fact that they're not afraid to go places that normally triple a games will not go to like mm -hmm. you will not find another game where as a main part of the storyline you have to decide whether to kill a child or allow his father to kill him yeah totally totally killed it hey I did. I <laughs> I killed that kid. You killed no that regrets. kid. Okay. <laughs> to be honest, so did I. I don't. You don't want to let a dad kill his own child. Oh, no, I was just like, I'm. I'm not being heartless, really. I didn't kill him. I let Kenny kill him. Didn't you? You let <laughs> a father kill his own child, leading to his mental downfall even more than he already did. Yep. <laughs> Spoilers. Fucking People lovely spoilers. you are, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I think we're all right yeah, with that kind yeah, of spoiler. We've already, <laughs> yeah, we, we've already uh, covered that. Yeah, we've, we've covered that game many times. We, we, already, so. Yeah, no, we, I think that's that's an okay spoiler. That's a, a micro spoiler. I think we're all right with yeah. that. And we didn't, until until just a second ago, we didn't give any names. So <laughs> it'll be all right. Um, but I must admit, I, I got the Telltale Humble Bundle. And I've gone back and played a couple of the other Telltale games. And they're not as good. Nah. It's, it's, it's as simple as that. They're just not as good. They hit the nail on the head with The Walking Dead, and I don't know whether they had a different guy leading it or whether there was a dr different driving force behind it or whether they just loved the source material so much that it kind of wrote itself. But the other Telltale games, and admittedly, I haven't played all of them yet, but the uh, certainly the Puzzle Agent ones, mm. they just don't hit it for me. Back to the Future one's pretty decent. I haven't played Back to the Future yet, so I need to try that. I tried the Puzzle Agent one, I tried the other one where you're the, that really rubbish um, investigator. I can't remember what the guy's name is. The fact Sam and Max? No. <laughs> I was just funny. about to say, I freaking loved Sam and Max. Don't you diss them? <laughs> no, they're funny, so that's kind of okay, even though Sam's kind of annoying. But uh, Not Sam, Max, sorry. Um, what was the name of it? Hector, is it? Hector, yeah. Yeah, Hector. I tried that, and it was just not... Mm. I don't know. It didn't click with me like the Walking Dead games did. I had to play the Walking Dead games. I have, I had to get back to them, and this just didn't do it for me. Rich? Yeah, I've got some news. Um, it's a little bit old now, but then, because we only do a podcast fortnightly, tough shit. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, this is the COD Ghost, the Call of Duty Ghost um, Collector's Editions, because there are two. Because they have realized that there is no way in hell that the majority of people who are going to want to buy up a Collector's Edition are going to go for the top-end one. There are there's the hardened edition and the prestige edition. The hardened edition comes with all all the normal stuff that you would expect from a um, from like a, a collector's edition. So you get loads of extra bits and bobs, and you also get uh, the what do you call it nowadays? The season pass that you get. So you get the DLC season pass. You get an extra downloadable multiplayer map. You get an insignia pack with an uh, in-game player patch that goes on your guy's arm that kind of shows off that you've bought the collectible edition. Um, you get the collectible steelbook with premium artwork and the other bits and bobs that you would normally get. If you go for the prestige edition, you also get a 1080p HD tactical head-mounted camera. <laughs> Handy in everyday life. Yeah, with memory card, uh, multiple mounting attachments, and rechargeable battery. So presumably, if you also got the uh, Modern Warfare 3 um, night vision goggles, <laughs> you can <laughs> strap this thing to the side of your head next to them and look like a proper weirdo uh, and probably get arrested. So not only can you can you see in the dark, but you can record the shit that you're seeing in the dark, presumably as well. And if you've got That's... the RCD from the last one as well. <laughs> I don't know... It's a cool 
I must admit, it's a cool little knick-knack. I can't imagine... I mean, if you saw somebody walking around with this thing mounted on the side of their head, what would you say? Do you know what I mean? You're not a predator. What are you doing? <laughs> it, just, it just doesn't make any sense. How much is it? Um, 179.99 <laughs> is, the, is what they're marking it at at game. Which I'll is have just, two. One oh. for either side. <laughs> yeah, 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 fucking... I'll have one in my head and one in my trousers and I'm off. Uh, no, I don't get... I must admit... That is that's even more expensive than the um, than the night vision goggles one was. And to be perfectly honest, all that ends up happening is people buy this this edition and then sell yeah. sell the extra bits that they get on eBay anyway. <laughs> Pretty much the same price yeah. as they buy the whole kit for. Yeah, I mean, I kind of get. I understand paying probably seven, up to seventy pounds for a collector's edition, especially if you get a, a DLC season pass with it, because that's worth twenty quid on its own. Yeah. Um, and then the other cool bits and bobs that you get, and some in-game uh, upgrades, and the other and the other stuff. Seventy quid is a sensible amount to play uh, to pay. Over a hundred pounds, I'm questioning whether I even want this game. One hundred and seventy-nine ninety-nine, and I'm thinking, do you know what I mean? Why why wouldn't I just buy the game and a hooker that would give me way more pleasure than some head-mounted camera? Although I suppose you had the head-mounted camera at the same time. <laughs> the OV porn. <laughs> If you had the night, <laughs> you could do a Paris Hilton type thing. Oh, actually, I'm more towards this now. To be, to be fair, you could probably get a um, Google Glass. Just get the standard edition and then buy a Google Glass separately. And you've got all the additional functionality of Google Glass. There you go. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. What? What? <laughs> you've never heard of Google Glass? No. Google, no. Or the, head, the headset thing. Hmm. Oh, right. I see what you mean. Yeah. It's the same that, thing. Ridiculously expensive, though. You're going to look like a twat no matter what you're wearing. So. <laughs> there you go. That's, yeah. what this is, that's what this podcast is called. You look like a twat no matter what you're wearing. <laughs> yeah. Any well, other news? Yeah, a couple of small bits. The first one is it looks very much like there's going to be a new Diablo 3 expansion. Well, I say a new, a Diablo 3 expansion. Uh, Reaper of Souls has been teased on the Diablo 3 website. Is anyone playing uh, Diablo 3? There are, I'm sure there are still those hardcore people that are still trying to play Diablo 3. I gave up. I'm trying to play. Yeah. I, complete, I completed it. I did it on Insanity, and the moment that I killed Diablo on Inferno, I I closed the game. And I never <laughs> never went back to it, because I hated the game so much by that point that I was only trying to complete it because I'd gone so far. I'd waded thus far into blood, and I, I could not play it anymore. I had to finish it just out of principle. But then I just I couldn't be asked to play it anymore, because they, they ruined the replay experience for me. Yeah. But... There we go. So, anyway, I mean, Lord of Destruction was an excellent exp expansion for Diablo 2. So, fingers crossed, they can do something pretty good with this. But to be perfectly honest, unless they kill the um, the auction house, it's still not going to do it for me. Unless they remove the auction house functionality entirely, or make it so that you can make, like, private circle games, where you pick up all the items that you need, and you can trade them between your friends only, and don't have to interact with the open auction house, I'm not interested. Because they destroyed their own game with that auction house, in my opinion. Bryce, do you know Fuck. what these guys are talking about? Not a clue. Okay. No, I mean, either. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know Diablo 2. I never played Diablo 3 because I heard oh, it was yeah. not very good. Diablo 2, you went on, you played, you picked up shit. Some of it was good for you, some of it wasn't. Some of it was good for mates that you might be playing the game with, so you could trade it to them, drop it on the floor, and they pick it up. Pretty much everything that you get in that game had to be earned yourself. You had to pick it up, a mate had to give it to you, you had to trade it to a trader, or you had to upgrade it to the point where it was good. In Diablo 3, you will pick up hundreds, literally hundreds and hundreds of gold items that are so bad that you can't even 
sell them for, for a decent amount of money. You just pretty, you can pretty much drop them on the floor. They're not worth anything. You cannot find items that are in any way good for you or worth anything or would increase your, your character's chances of survival in the more difficult settings. So the only thing that you can do is go to the online auction house. The online auction house is where other players have found decent items in the game that they don't need or don't want, and they sell them for in-game money or real-life money, and you buy them. The only way that you can get anywhere in that game on the harder difficulties is by buying stuff on the auction house. The entire game becomes the auction house. It doesn't feel like you're achieving anything. It doesn't feel like you're gaining any items for yourself or actually earning your way through the game. Because you have to buy all your items through this shop, and it's just shite. (laughs) It completely ruins the immersion of the game. It ruins the idea that you're playing in this little world that just you and your friends are privy to, and you're all helping each other, and you're really battling your way through as this little band of ragtag heroes because you have to use this auction house to get anywhere. And it was just shit. There you go. It was rather ruined by that. And also, there was no Cow King in the third one, so I'm not happy. <laughs> Sorry? I what? Did, in Diablo 2, you, you had a level where you uh, go and kill the Cow King. Oh, the cow, the, there is no Cow level. There is no yeah. Cow level. At the Magical Ponies? No Cow level. <laughs> magical Ponies not doing it for you? No. I'm sold. <laughs> magical <laughs> Ponies, this is all over this now. Just gonna, just gonna lift it up a little bit. It's basically, <laughs> basically a My Little Pony level, Lewis. That's it. You go in and you have to like kill hundreds and hundreds of My Little Ponies. Excellent. Lewis is on it. Anyway, yeah, there's an expansion coming out with uh, for that. My last piece of news, which maybe isn't news because I mentioned it earlier, is that on the 27th of August, Final Fantasy 14 is being re-released. It's not being released because it was released out in 2010. It was so bad that the internet buried it, um, and they. They realised it was terrible, they removed it from the world, they said, sorry, this game is terrible, we apologise to everybody who bought it, but it's terrible. Uh, they fired, I say fired, he Killed. stepped down. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying that, he's saying that with funny <laughs> ears, Zero would say. He stepped down from the development team, he basically, he was sacked from the development team. They chucked half of the original development team, they brought on a load of new guys, they brought on a new lead developer, and they put the game back into development. It's been three years, they're re-releasing it, and it looks like it has come in leaps and bounds, and I'm really excited about it. So there you go. Brief history of Final Fantasy XIV, why you should buy it, and why you should find me when you do. Okay. Job done. And that was uh, that was the news. We will be back with the top three. So, Rich won. He won last week's top three, so he gets to pick the topics. Now, obviously where L hasn't been uh, privy to previous top threes, uh, We've given her a brief rundown of uh, of what the what the score is with the top three, and told her to be funny, or she'll never be invited back. <laughs> if she wins, though, if she wins, though, zero, you're you're not on next week's podcast, by the way. So, okay. <laughs> listen. No, well, okay, so the background here is we did nine podcasts, I think, before or eight podcasts before zero even won. Yeah, even won one. <laughs> it was so. Gone. We had to kind of we had to kind of pity him on one week and just let <laughs> oh, him yeah, do it. I, oh yeah, because no. I, I, I told him that he could do it. So if you win it first time round, yeah, he's going to be fighting. We might have to do a Ready Player Two battles between you two to see who gets to be on the next podcast. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Right, can I fire up with this week's question then? Yeah, go for it. Okay, this week I have been mainlining, and I mean full on injecting into my face, Heroin. Breaking Bad. Oh. 
Uh, has anybody seen this? Elle, have you watched no. Breaking Bad? Okay, the provisor of this TV show, which is genuinely, in my opinion, one of the best TV shows ever made, is that you've got a, a really kind of gentle, mild-mannered guy who is a school teacher. He used to be a reasonably high, um, you know, high-power chemist. Um, worked and started a company and he was you know very intelligent very well regarded in the industry and he left it all to start a family and he became a school teacher he finds out he has got cancer and he realizes that he's going to be leaving absolutely nothing behind for his family so he starts cooking crystal meth so, um, are we going to get onto the top three yeah this is the top three <laughs> i had to explain it i had to explain it so this week's top three is i want you to choose for me your top three role reversal game characters. I want you to pick me either a good guy from a game to become a bad guy and give me a little backstory as to how oh. he, why he would become that bad guy or choose a bad guy from a game and give me a little backstory on how he would become a good guy. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the first person is going to be Lewis. First one, bad guy to good guy. Don't even need to do a backstory. John Marston from Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> oh, right. That's kind of like the game, though. Yeah, that plays out, that story. <laughs> that actually yeah. plays out. Yeah, I suppose. This doesn't have to be a real thing. You don't have to choose a character that was started off good and went bad. It can be completely fictional. You can pick somebody who this has never happened to and, and pretend that you've made up a backstory for them. Oh, right. Okay. Um... But that is a good choice because it actually happens with him. Yeah. I never actually thought about that. No, uh, I'll, I'll stick with that because he does start off as a bad guy and as the story dictates he ju is just looking to redeem himself to be the good guy and that's how that, that's how the game plays out so yep. that's good my choice. first choice go on then L I'll let you go next um, I'd probably if we're choosing existing bad guys I'd choose Zangief <laughs> and I'd like to oh, right. possibly see him in a in a Wii Fit game. He could be your body positivity oh coach. That's brilliant! Like, imagine that. I would freaking work out with Zangief. That is that would be yeah dream. So he's decided to leave his life of crime and evilness behind, and he's turned yeah. into this, this like body positivity coach. I love that it isn't yeah. a personal trainer. It's a body positivity. <laughs> coach. And I love the fact that you could almost see that happening. It's like, I... don't worry, don't worry about the size of your thighs. They are made to crush. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is a good choice. I'm having to write these down now because I'm laughing so much I'm not going to remember them. So, Lewis. Okay, go for it, Ross. Um, I'm going to go with Toad from the Super Mario games. Okay. He's fed he's starting up, up as a good guy. He's, yeah, he's fed off of being Mario's bitch. So he just joins forces with uh, Bowser. Helps kidnap <laughs> right. the princess. So Toad goes and kidnaps the princess, and presumably, like when Mario turns up at the castle and he takes the bag off the princess, yeah. Toad goes, "The princess isn't here," and then shoots him in the face. <laughs> yeah, he's in the next castle. <laughs> okay. But you will never make it to the next. Castle. <laughs> you will never make it to the next castle. See, I, I quite like the idea of Toad being the mastermind behind all this. <laughs> Toad is the criminal master mastermind. He's Bowser the... this whole time. Yeah, yeah. Bowser. Yeah, Bowser is just his minion. <laughs> And it's actually, he knows that uh, that uh, the princess is in another castle because he put her there. He put her there. Oh, that, that could be it all along. This actually ties yeah. into the whole storyline. There you go. The mm. stuff Lewis said, add that to mine. Yeah, this is what happens every week. <laughs> yeah, you just shout something out and then other people say really positive things about it. And you're just like, yeah, yeah, that's totally what I meant. Exactly. Go on then, Lewis. Give us, give us your second little story for a character. 
Um, oh, I don't know how I'm going to be able to beat those two. <laughs> be evil. If you like, if you want to be evil, be completely off the ball evil. Take a really fun and happy character and make them bad in some really nasty way. Kirby. <laughs> I was just about to say Kirby. <laughs> well, I was just oh, Kirby. Kirby. Okay, yes. what, what, what's going to make Kirby bad? Uh, he teams up with Yoshi and right. they become like the cannibal twosome and they go oh, around. So Yoshi's sucking <laughs> things in, right? And Kirby's also sucking things in. So they're like this ultimate hoover. Yeah. Mobile uh, hoover. It's, it's and everything is people. And so you're going with Kirby creatures. and Yoshi. That's kind of a twofer. I'm not sure if that's uh, allowed. Well, no. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that because technically go, Yoshi's no, yeah, okay. I'd, well, no, I'll just go with um, with Yoshi. Just go with Yoshi? I'm just going <laughs> no, to I'm just disregard oh, my original choice. No, I'm going to go with Yoshi. Yoshi. I, was, I wasn't paying attention. Kirby, Kirby. Definitely Kirby. Because he's just... I like, I like the so... idea of Kirby, but with evil eyebrows. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just like exactly the same character, but with like slanted eyebrows. That sounds okay. great. Also, technically, uh, you gave Kirby slanted eyebrows and fangs. He's just the ghost from Mario. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah. True. Never thought of that before. I'm cool with that. <laughs> Go on then. L, what is your second choice? So, um, I'm going to choose a bad guy to turn good, and I choose Sephiroth. And I would make him work at a family planning clinic. Because <laughs> he has a lot of deep seated mummy issues he does have money mummy issues to be honest he is wondering where you were going to go with that <laughs> does have mummy issues. so this is the kind of thing like when he's sitting in sessions with people he's just like you really have to think um think seriously about having children because obviously you don't want to be sent to another planet and um and <laughs> s- spawn spawn extra children that you're never then going to see and then they're going to have to kill you because that's an important issue when you play with family <laughs> yes <laughs> what what rich oh, said i love the jobs that she's giving people you have to think carefully about the jobs here zangief as a personal trainer and sephiroth as a family planning clinic <laughs> this is fantastic okay go on then ross um captain price from the call of duty modern warfare games okay he's a good guy he's the ultimate good guy in that series yeah that starts world war three and nukes a plan and nukes a, uh, uh yeah, yeah, he's really good, him. Well, Go some people it. thought Hitler was a good guy, I don't know, to be fair. So. No, nobody thought that. Nobody it's thought all, that. It's all about perspective. <laughs> it's not about perspective. He nuked America. Yeah. Just, just to clarify, I don't think that Hitler was a good guy. <laughs> That's getting cut out, Lewis. So it's not like... I'm going to cut the, uh, he's not a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, at the end of the next, well, if he's in another modern warfare game, he turns around at the end and shoots you in the face. He's on he, the side of the whoever, whoever the bad guys are. He must okay, be so, dead by now. So you want the you want the entire thing? I'm, I'm sure he died in one of them and then he came back. Yeah. So you want you want the entire thing? So you want another modern warfare game and then right at the end of the game, it turns out that Price was the mastermind behind everything. Exactly. He- Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And just shoots you and that's it. And he twiddles his moustache. <laughs> <laughs> you good for a Bond-style reveal. <laughs> cat and everything. What, yeah. What with the cat? He turns around in a chair. Can you imagine Price doing that? <laughs> That'd be brilliant. It can't even be soap, but whatever the next person's like code name is. Yeah. Maggot. <laughs> and you'll, ne- you'll never believe this. But it was <laughs> all along. Charles's mustache, lights a cigar. And then shoots you in the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> then twirls oh, no, the cake round and runs away. Mouth. The cat's mouth opens, yeah, and it's actually a concealed gun. <laughs> it shoots, shoots you with the cat. Death by Mr. Snuggles, I like this. Okay, Lewis, what is your final character reversal? Duke Nukem. <laughs> right. Where he so- isn't a chauvinistic, sexist, jock douchebag. Okay, so what, he's going to be all pro-women? He's a feminist. He's a yeah, feminist. he's a feminist. <laughs> right. That's that's. I like much. the actually. I quite like the idea of completely going really even further with it and making Daisy Nukem, <laughs> oh. and having a female character replacement for him. That yes. would be amazing. Yeah, that that's my uh, next suggestion. <laughs> Daisy <laughs> Nukem. Well, no, no I, just I like the idea that all the way through Duke Nukem is just like really nice to women and he's just like this really clean cut guy that never makes quips and all the way through the game everybody else is doing these really crazy things and he's just completely normal yeah that would have been a better game yeah to, that would have been a better game because... to be fucking honest pong would have been a better game than that so <laughs> duke nukem pong no just pong oh you're right well just pong, pong was a better game than yeah there you go so yeah. we're going to go for a happy, pleasant Duke Nukem that never womanises, uh, never st- sticks pieces of himself through cubicles. Did any of you get to that point in the Duke Nukem game? Nope, switched off. No. Switched off. There is a point in that game where there is, I shit you not, a glory hole in the side of a cubicle in the toilet. Oh. And he literally unzips. You don't see anything but you understand that he has inserted part of himself through the hole and then you hear giggling and slurping from the other side. He twitches a bit and then pulls himself out and walks off. Classy. <laughs> it, that, that game is amazing. What to, a classy to, game. To say that they missed the point of the original by s- several miles is an understatement. But yeah, mm. there you go. Go on then, L. What is your next? Your last. Big Daddy Daycare. Big Daddy Daycare. Yeah. No, not played Bioshock? Yeah, I have. I was wrapping my mind around. <laughs> <laughs> I would trust my children to that Big Daddy. <laughs> oh my God. Big Daddy, can I have some more milk? <laughs> <laughs> Drill hand. Oh, well, man. My kid's gone. Oh, he's just posted them through air. <laughs> yeah, just, 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 you know, he's coming to the nap place now. I'm here to pick up. I'm here to pick up Stewie. Oh, he's in that air vent, right out. You come, Stewie. <laughs> <laughs> I like that idea. 
Well, that doesn't really broker any more any more information, does it? No. No. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ross. Um. The... It doesn't really matter now, Ross, because I'm pretty sure that Ella has won. Yeah. <laughs> That as well. You could whip out something amazing. The uh, ghosts from Pac-Man. <laughs> they could become a prime fighting team. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, now he gets the idea. Oh. Now he gets the team. <laughs> amazing. So it could be a rainbow-coloured think... Justice League or something like that. Oh, <laughs> loving. I mean, you said a crime fighting team there. I immediately thought like Dick Tracy style. Yeah. Oh, you wow. see like a door. Yeah, a, a door with silhouettes behind it. Only it's the silhouettes of these ghosts. Yeah. And some, like, really raunchy dame saunters into the room. Yeah. Pac-Man. She goes, yeah, yeah, Miss Pac-Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, even better. <laughs> Sits down, lights up a cigarette on one of those, like, whatever the hell you call them, the long, sticky things that, the, that women in the 50s tended to put cigarettes into. Yeah. And, uh, and just kind of went, I need your help. <laughs> and they're like... <laughs> and then it just oh cuts God. to a, pa- a normal Pac-Man game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you just... have to track down Pac. Yeah, only it's, it's, it, everything's completely normal apart from they've got magnifying glasses. <laughs> <laughs> so they're chasing Pac-Man around with magnifying glasses. Oh no, a cherry! <laughs> and the little dots or pills are actually clues. <laughs> You have God. to inspect. Could totally work. This is this has got legs. <laughs> what the amazed that you haven't already pitched a Kickstarter. This is our Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Do you know what? That. That is. Oh. That made up right. for my other two. That definitely made up. <laughs> you got right into it there. I love the idea of a completely straight-laced Duke Nukem. I think that's absolutely brilliant. That's a complete role reversal. I think that would have been hilarious, especially if everybody else in the game just acted the same as they did. <laughs> yeah, but Duke was completely straight-laced about everything. It would have been hilarious. Um, pretty much everything that Elle said was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> just, just everything that Elle said. I love the idea that Toad, because you go right back to the first Mario game and Toad's always in the bag at the end of the uh, at the end of the castle and he goes to the princess into the castle. Yeah. I love the idea in a saw style way. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know like saw and it turns out yeah. that oh, I don't want to give it away but the, like the ending's got this big twist and and that kind of thing like he was the mastermind behind the whole thing all along. <laughs> that really appeals to me. Um, in a, a similar way with Captain Price, but with Captain Price, I can see it much easier because he isn't a very nice person anyway. Mm. But Zangief is a personal trainer. Sephiroth as this... <laughs> I can't even say it. <laughs> Sephiroth as a family planning advisor and, uh, and Big Daddy Daycare. They take it. Although I've got to say that probably I, my, my favourite suggestion was the private investigator ghost just because <laughs> it's so off the wall. That I just, I love that idea. But no, L wins this week. Congratulations. First time on, first time winning. So, yeah. Zero, are you going on next uh, week? Unlucky. Uh, so, I just um, thought, I just I thought Zero, that. yeah, uh, well, um, I'm not on the next episode. Oh, there you go. Oh, well, there we go. So, <laughs> we've got a replacement for Lewis next week. And if she wins next week, oh, hang on a minute. So, oh, no, so you, you can do it next week. You can, you, can, you can choose the top three. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. Oh, awesome. You get to pick. It's like a death match. <laughs> it's me, Mario. As you guys know, we absolutely love hearing from you. Uh, you come up with some of the best questions, game and not game related. 
and this week we are going to do some more of your questions or we're going to try and answer some more of your questions between us um this is all a bit sort of uh lastminute.com actually cut oh. that out because i hate that phrase i don't even know <laughs> don't you why know. i said it i'll take us last minute that's 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 not a normal thing is it if you can just cut that little bit out yeah what the dot com bit no just all of it <laughs> that we're a bit last minute um yeah, so starting off with Super Nutsy, uh, he is our community, one of our community guys, and uh, also one of the gamer dads. Um, his question was If a zombie apocalypse broke out now and the only weapon you had was the last weapon of your last game played, would you survive? Wow. No, probably not, because the last game I played was WWE 12. <laughs> you'd have a massive no, so, yeah, but you'd have a wrestler. Yeah. You'd have a wrestler in your pocket. <laughs> so you're like, a zom- I'm actually saying that, you see. I'm not sure how well a zombie would, res- would respond to being rock-bottomed. <laughs> would that work? <laughs> yeah, is that a thing? Does he still do that? Depends if you had like Triple H, because he's got a sledgehammer. I haven't watched wrestling for a really long time, so the only moves that I can remember are rock bottomed or is it Stone Cold Stunner? Those are the only ones I remember. Yeah, they're both moves. I can't imagine if you Stone Cold Stunner a zombie, it's just going to bite you in the neck, surely. You do it hard (laughs) enough, you pop his head straight off, though. (laughs) You can only use it to one. It's not going to work in a horde, is it? Oh, no. They might see that and get scared. You'd have to, like, F16 them. (laughs) That's another one, isn't it? Is it an F16? F5. Close. F16 is a jet in it. I blew stroke past it. Yeah, that was it. Uh, I definitely wouldn't, because the last game I played was uh, Guitar Hero. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing! <laughs> no, it works in Left 4 Dead 2! Well, yeah, true. Although that's not a plastic guitar. No, plastic one probably doesn't last as well. Also, the one that you've got is wired as well, and I can't help but imagine that you probably would get tripped up. Yeah, I was trying to whip them <laughs> with strangle. the wire. Yeah, I'd get strangled <laughs> by my own wire. wire. <laughs> or strangle I, yourself. I'm sorry, <laughs> I am now imagining Ross in a Bayonetta-style game. Being <laughs> <laughs> weapon that is part guitar axe. <laughs> part whip and you can you can like throw the guitar axe but hold on to the like chain end bit and like do awesome like ranged attacks with it this is already a game that i would play that is our kickstarter trade trademark <laughs> that weapon design yeah there we go guitar hero guitar that you can fling around on the cable this sounds the rossonetta <laughs> the rossonetta oh this is brilliant oh, well luckily for about... me, the, last, the last game i played was uh, last of us and no. i I'm mostly rocking a shotgun and a bow and arrow at the moment, so I'm pretty pretty geared, I think. A young girl. Moving on. I'd be alright. Um, I've been playing uh, Alice, and I'd have a Vorpal Blade if I'm not using my uh, pepper grinder. Nice. <laughs> Does the Vorpal Blade in that randomly make things heads pop off? I, I don't really pay that much attention. Oh, okay, so no, I don't, I don't think it does, oh, okay. if I remember correctly. My, it's like, my... well, I'm putting out a shotgun. Right, <laughs> Ellie's pulling out some massive sword that can kill Jabberwockies. <laughs> Ross has got some uber like long range guitar weapon that plays music with the intestines of zombies. Yeah, and, and Lewis is pulling out. John you're pulling Cena. out this guy. You can't see me. <laughs> You'll be fine. Right then we can see you. Right, John, we've got a situation. <laughs> <laughs> You can't see me. No, John, that's not helpful. <laughs> oh, no. Our time is now. No, John, it's not. 
It's going to be a very short time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, John, the, you got zombie on your leg. Hang <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on, it's a shame you wouldn't play Plants vs. Zombies last, Ross. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> you would have been sorted then. Yeah, I'd be fine. Well, that was a good question. Thank you very much, Super Nutsy. All right, I've got one from uh, Andrew Tanner, who is at AW Tanner on um, AW underscore Tanner on Twitter, and he's also one of the hosts of the Palace of Wisdom podcast. The official Palace of Wisdom podcast. Oh, yeah, crap. I forgot. We're the unofficial Palace of Wisdom podcast, aren't we? <laughs> we are. <laughs> we're, we're self-appointed. Yeah. Yep. Um, his question is, with PS4 and NVIDIA Shield confirmed for Eurogamer, what are you guys looking forward more to playing? PS4. Easy. No. I'm going to go with NVIDIA Shield simply because it's different. Just and I. very wanker. <laughs> well... <laughs> <laughs> there is a, there is a significant slice of that, yes, but um, no, I want I've al- I've already said that I'm excited about Nvidia Shield, and I love the fact yeah. that there are big game big names in the market that are trying to do different things. Mm. And as we've already said, the PS4 and the Xbox One are pretty much carbon copy clones of each other. That's not really the PS4's fault, but that's what it, where it is. A new yeah. console with with better graphics is just half of the course. It's just another thing. I want something that's different, that's new, that adds something that nobody's done before or nobody's done well before. Nvidia Shield is definitely my choice. Yeah, I think I agree. Really, pretty much wholeheartedly everything you said. Because the PS4 is just—it's a slightly upgraded PS3, whereas Nvidia Shield is something new. Yeah, I don't get me wrong. I can completely see where you guys are coming from, but at the end of the day, I just want a games console. I don't. Yeah, want, true. Uh, no, I what, agree with, 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 with the. That was what, as we've gone over on more than one occasion, with the Xbox One, I didn't want it all singing, all dancing, I just wanted a game console that I can play games on. Yeah. yeah, That's it. And they'd lost sight of that, which is one of the reasons that we were leaning away from them. So yeah, I understand if you just want to play games. I like to experiment, I like to try different things, so the NVIDIA Shield is definitely one that I want to go with. What about you, El? Any of those two interest you? I don't know, I'm I'm on the fence between the two of them, because I always like things which which push boundaries, so but then again, I am a PlayStation fangirl. I I know I'm going to get a PlayStation 4, so I'd I'd be looking forward to that one as well. I don't know, middleman <laughs> sitting on that fence. Sitting yeah. on the fence. Gonna sit there. <laughs> cool. Uh, well, congratulations for being an indecisive prick. <laughs> oh, I know. It's my specialty. <laughs> so nice to our guests. <laughs> I'm pretending she's zero. We've uh, we've invited <laughs> we've invited her back for a second episode, so she's not a guest anymore. That's true. Oh yeah, there we go. That's true. You're one of us now. Oh, no, <laughs> oh, God, uh, careful! Uh, <laughs> uh, Rich, do you want to? Oh, ask a question. Pick yeah. a question. Uh, okay, so Colin Kaz seven oh seven on Twitter has said, "Are talking sequences and video games dubbed into their local language, e.g., French, German, or do they like to have subtitles?" I don't know. <laughs> What? I don't, I don't even know. know. I don't. So basically, he's saying a talking sequences in video games. So is is all of the voices in video games are they dubbed into the local language, or do they only have subtitles? The answer to that, I actually know. <laughs> For the majority of games, must be dubbed. Um, it's both. Uh, yeah, a lot of the, it's certainly for German, a hundred percent for German. Germans have for a very long time been very, very, very picky about both games and movies. And I actually used to work for a company that did localization for computer game packaging and documentation and everything. Mm-hmm. And Germans are very, very picky. They get very arsy if the the version of a game that comes out it does not have a German language version. Oh right. So it's I, I don't know about French. Um, 
He, so he's put E.G. French German. I know for a fact that Japanese ga- Japanese is all dubbed. Yeah. Um, I know that German games are, for the most part, dubbed. And a lot of that is to do with um, the German, German gamers do not like the thought that American and English players will get this fantastic game come out and their language is being completely ignored. Yeah. It's a, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's part patriotic, but part kind of grit your teeth and be annoyed about it kind of thing. And we yeah. would be. We would be if a great game company, let's say... Um, oh, think of a French game company uh, oh god oh okay there we go fahrenheit so fahrenheit look at either fahrenheit or um what do you call it the one that's got the guy with the origami oh heavy oh, rain right. um, heavy, yeah. heavy rain that was a french studio wasn't it can you imagine how pissed off we would be if they didn't bring it out in english and we had to had to read subtitles or something i actually wouldn't mind i watch too many bad international movies to care <laughs> That's like, fine. I, I can read. If you're watching a movie, you can pay attention to the subtitles. If you're playing a game, you don't have that luxury. You have to know what's going on on the screen. You have to you have to control everything that's happening. If you're trying to watch the subtitles at the same time, it's going to screw your gameplay up, surely. Mm. No. Does anyone remember well, the accent? You work around with it. No, those kids were definitely not American. What are we going to do? It's pouring rain. We're going to get soaked if we spend a day outside. Well, this won't get beat. Little Rain never hurt nobody. Come on, let's go play. You don't need to do this if it's too hard for you. No chance, I can do it all right. Just watch. <laughs> French Canadians <laughs> sounded foreign, I love it. No, but so the answer to that is, to the best of my knowledge, the majority of games are dubbed into their local region. It will only happen for what you would probably call primary languages. And the, uh, the rest of them, like, I would imagine that you don't get Polish or Latvian or anything like that. I think that the main languages you're looking at are probably Spanish, French, German, and English. Uh, yeah, those are certainly the ones that I used to localize into. But I think it probably it depends on the game. Fair enough. There you question. go. Answer. Good answer. Ah. So I've got a question from Craig Clark, uh, who asked top three idea TV series to be made by Telltale Games. Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah, he he has uh, Craig. We were talking about this earlier. Uh, Craig said that he would love to see Telltale make uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah, which In, right? Okay. See, I, I read that. Agree. I read that as Telltale actually making a TV series, not Telltale <laughs> making a game based on a TV series. No, a game break, based on a TV series. I Breaking think this Bad is... would lend itself so well to a Telltale game yeah. because that's the kind yeah. of gritty storyline that they do. So the choices you have to make. Yeah, mm. excellent. That'd be brilliant. Um, I, to be honest, I've been thinking about this a lot of the afternoon, and I couldn't think of another one better than, uh, better than Breaking Bad. So, I would, however, like to see a uh, Breaking Bad Lego game. <laughs> yeah, well, they did a video on that, didn't they? I can't yeah, remember. which is I... what prompted it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's loads of little Breaking Bad stuff. Like there was a there was a kind of Pokemon esque eight bit. Breaking Bad um, game, yeah. like a top-down game that I've yeah. done a video of. That looks really funny as well. Uh, I'm trying to think of other other TV shows that would be... Really I'd quite like to see House. Oh, nice choice. Oh, that would be really good, actually. With all the... Di- yeah. yeah. Just think how, how dark that would be. I'd quite like yeah. that. That would be good, one. I'm going to say <laughs> only because I want to see another one of it, but because I love the original Blade Runner point-and-click adventure game, I'd love uh. to see Telltale pick up Blade Runner and do another... 
point-and-click adventure game based on Blade, the Blade Runner series. That'd or the Blade, Run, Blade Runner film. Mm. Yeah, Actually, really good. thinking about it, I'd quite like to see them do maybe a Dexter game. Yeah, I was oh, that'd that be good. If you think, yeah, if you think of really well. kind of off the ball TV shows that have got a really different idea behind them, mm. Telltale could probably take that and turn it into something that works really well. Yeah, as long yeah. as they've got a good source material to work from. Then. Yeah, yeah. Well, they've they've got the books and the TV series to work from. Yeah. So. It's yeah, good. I like the idea of that. With the comedy factor as well, because Telltale tend to be quite good. They, they, they've got like both ends of the spectrum. They're good with the with the gritty stuff. But they're also quite—they're also really good with the comedy stuff. So you're looking at the yeah. Sam Max end of the spectrum as well. Mm. So you could probably pick up some some good comedy TV shows and turn them into point-and-click games as well. I'm yeah, trying to, I'm trying to think of decent ones off the top of my head. I mean, Firefly popped into my mind immediately. Oh, strong, Firefly. There's a strong comedy element to that, mm. and you could do a lot with the point-and-click on that. Um, but I'm trying to think of other ones. There's probably a couple of de- decent cartoon series. I mean, I would imagine they could probably pull off something like SpongeBob. <laughs> if you really wanted to go off the wall you could go something like that that'd be really good that speaks the man with children yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I do not let my children watch Spongebob Squarepants I would just like to put that out there yeah Spongebob, Spongebob Squarepants in my opinion is in the same vein as Ren and Stimpy and Ren and Stimpy makes me feel ill <laughs> so I am not going to allow my children to watch it fair enough <laughs> alright let's go and have a question uh, yeah. Uh, this is from uh, Richie and Layla of uh, His and Hers Movie Reviews. Um, do you think games have any place in art or vice versa? Yes. They I are do. an art. They are art, mm. in, in, uh, in my dis- opinion. I disagree. I don't think they are art. And I think thinking like that makes bad games. But... Not... No, no, no. That, not... That's not necessarily what I'm getting at. But what I'm saying is, set obviously setting out with with the intention of making a game as art would make a bad game. But making a, a game that happens to be art, I think, works really well. I think if you're talking stuff like Journey... Yeah. Yeah, so if you're talking stuff like Journey and stuff that has got this incredible art style and this incredibly kind of moody atmosphere or something like that, then I completely agree. But if you're talking stuff like GTA 4, where they try to make this beautiful game that kind of spoke volumes in the storyline and had this really gritty thing going on and it was kind of a little bit, you know, on the edge of morality and stuff... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> it's uh, video games is a new and emerging media. It is so young. It's it's yet to take like a a concise form. Um, so I I really do think it, it is an art form, and it's it's a way for people to express themselves. I mean, a lot of people go out and make you know really really heartfelt games. Like I just think they they are an expression. Like art is an expression. In that from that point of view, I completely agree. If somebody's got an idea. And, and ideas are artistic. If somebody's got an idea and they go, right, what is the best medium for me to express this idea? Do I make a short movie? Do I make a comic? Do I make a game? Then, yes, that's exactly... I completely agree with you. But, on the flip side of that, I think it's really difficult to argue that the majority of AAA games are any variety of art form because they're made to make money. True. 
I, I don't know. I, I'm, but... I'm on the fence with that. The other thing is as well is I, I'm not entirely sure that I agree with the idea that, that gaming is an emerging market. I would say that it's one of the most powerful markets in the world at the moment. It's it making is, a ridiculous It's young, amount. though. It's young. I didn't yeah. say that it was small. No, but no, I agree. It's not been around as long as literature or print media, and that's no, why I... it gets a lot of bad press. Yeah, I see what you mean. Those fucking newspapers. They've only got anything bad to say about us <laughs> gamers, haven't they? Never until GTA 5 comes out. People have been killing themselves for years. <laughs> it's not like they went, look at that. Oh, the Crusades. Pff, couldn't believe it. You see, oh, that was sparked by a computer game, that was. <laughs> If GTA 4 hadn't come out, them Crusades would never have happened. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Murder Simulator 5 is out soon. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, I, the, the other way round, the other way round, like, as in, do games have any place in art? So, do the ideas from games sparking people to kind of come up with artwork or come up with... I don't know, sparking ideas and interest, in, especially in fantasy and stuff like that, and giving people ideas to make their own kind of spin-offs. Yeah, I like that idea. I like the idea yeah. that people that kind of people make short stories based on a game that they really enjoyed, or people make kind of comic books based on a game that they really enjoyed. I love the Fan idea fiction. that. Yeah, exactly. I love the idea that people get so into a game that they want to carry on the experience and give back to other people that, that really enjoyed the game. So in that sense, yeah, in the other way around, it works really well. Okay, we've got a question from uh, Mr. Nelio. One of the three questions he asked, but I'll pick this one. Um, <laughs> what are our top three dream crossover games? Okay. Please hashtag that Lego... Lego this should COD. have totally saved half of these for top for future top three. <laughs> I'm a little bit concerned that we're throwing everything into this one topic here. Oh, that's fine. We do it again. But um, I really want a um, like a Matrix Lego game. <sighs> See, this is this has got Lego written all over yeah, it. It really has. Like, <laughs> anything yeah. Lego. But yeah, I think a Lego uh, Matrix game would be awesome. Just the first story, not the other two things that happened. Or. Um... <laughs> the other one uh ghostbusters lego oh yeah oh that'd be good i think that that really um that lends itself to being made into a lego game uh, quite well yeah. mm. so they could do so much with with any of the lego all you do need to do is pack pick a family friendly ish franchise convert mm. it into a lego game and you're away mm. that being said i loved lego star wars the first one that that came out yeah and yes. pretty much every Lego game that I that I've played since then has just been a bit of a letdown. I didn't like <laughs> Lego Indiana Jones. I didn't like Lego Batman. I didn't even like the um, the original four Lego Star Wars. Just didn't feel the same to me. I don't know. The see, I I think I've played eight or nine of the Lego games. Yeah, I, wow. the only what the only ones that I haven't played are the Star Wars games. Um, right, and I love them. Yeah, I've played all of them. I can see the appeal. I just, I think after the first one, they were all very samey, and I, I just kind of, uh, yeah, very, one. yeah, very much so. I mean, the the first one I played was uh, Lego Harry Potter, and I wasn't that bothered about playing it until I actually started playing it, and and you got quite into it. Yeah, and then I got quite into it, which then led on to getting excited about other Lego games. So, like, I picked up Lego Batman, and then I went out and picked up. Um, Lego Pirates of the Caribbean, just because I happen to like that um, <laughs> that franchise, um, uh, that for me is one of the best Lego games. 
They're great co-op um, games as well, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, very much so. I would like to mash up Freelancer, which I know a load of people, a load of you don't even know, but it's a it's a space trading game effectively. Freelancer and Civilization Five. So I would like now. Some people would argue that that is basically Sins of a Solar Empire, but I want like a kind of Civil space. Yeah, yeah, with space trading and but like you've got to defend your territories and war and everything, but with an emphasis on trading and negotiating and supply routes and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'd love that. I think that'd be really good. Cool. So basically, uh, a Firefly game. Yeah. Space trading. Before. As long as it's space. I'm, I'm thinking more civilization esque, though. Not so very much like a top down style. A lot of micromanagement. A lot of, you know, having to be very careful about your dominion and your borders. And everything's quite slow and everything. You, you've got to research things and advance your civilization. And yeah, yeah, all of that, but in space with an emphasis on trading and negotiating with the planets and stuff. That'd be great. Okay, cool. So that's cool. What about you, Elle? I'd quite like to see um, Mass Effect mashed up with The Longest Journey. Bizarre choice. <laughs> but can you imagine the freaking storyline on that? That would have... be, a, yeah, right until the end when you died. Yeah, you were. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert, spoiler alert. I've got to end it somewhere. But, you know, The, the Longest Journey had such such an intense story and you really yeah. really got sucked into it and i got sucked into mass effect as well but i'd quite like to see um i don't know a little bit more action out of the longest journey sometimes when i play they tried it. to do that they tried to do that with the second one but it didn't it didn't really no, work, it really well. didn't work. might very well do with the third one for the next one that's coming up yeah yeah i like that idea i kind of like the idea of having like a third you know you've got you've got the two worlds I yeah. like the idea of possibly having a third one, which is really technologically advanced and kind of spacefaring and stuff. Hmm. That would be, that'd cool. be that'd be a little twist. I don't know, just a thought. Put it in the pot. <laughs> put it in the pot. <laughs> we're, putting, we're putting all of this in a Kickstarter pot, and as soon as <laughs> it pulls its finger out, we're gonna start. We're gonna start. <laughs> we'll just have one massive Kickstarter yeah, where we we're need gonna a do million pounds. Yeah. We're gonna do all to of make this. all yeah. of these games. All of these. No, it's all. It's one game. It's just one game. Everything's right? in one. It's one With game. And a, a, an element of this game is that you, you're playing like this space trading game, but then at some point somebody steals something, so you have to take control of these three private investigator ghosts. And then I turn and up with they, the yeah, you set up with the car and beat everybody up, and while the while the private investigator goes to trying to work out who stole everything on the spaceship. <laughs> this sounds amazing. It's gonna work. We, 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 we're working forward on this, I think. Mm. Yeah, did did Lewis do a mashup? Uh, oh, no. To to be fair, it was only going to be what I what I want, or what I've suggested before is uh, a Fallout slash Red Dead Redemption crossover. <laughs> that is just Fallout, though. <laughs> It's already a wasteland, and you already shoot people. No, but I want. Yeah, but I want. <laughs> I want cowboys. <laughs> I'm clipping that. Basically, right? If you just took Fallout and stuck the fucker on a horse, <laughs> that's it. That's the game. That's the game that you're after. Is that right? Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I don't want it to be so. I, I want it to be more Red Deadish, but with a bit of. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I know what you mean. I like the idea, but I, I, I've just, I can't get out of my mind now that it's not a horse. It's a Brahmin. Got <laughs> <laughs> on the back of this two-headed cow riding off into the sunset. Got to chase after Brahmin rustlers. Yeah. 
Fuck you and the Brahmin you rode in on. It's like a Red Dead RPG. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That'd be oh, good. I like I'll it. play that. I like this idea. Okay, what's the next question? Who's got the next one? You. You. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> This is a, this is a silly question. It is, but it's a good one. <laughs> okay, this is from Greg Greg Kitchen, who is Kitcho14 on Twitter, and the question is, why is hunting wild animals on Far Cry 3 so damn addictive? <laughs> Hashtag fucking Komodo dragon. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's some fruity competing. hunting. <laughs> I admit, fruity. <laughs> I love this. I love this. Oh God, David Attenborough in my mind now. And here we see. <laughs> fruity hunting's the name Greg, of this episode. Greg, Greg Kitchen. No, no. Here we dragon. see Komodo dragon in his natural. Now, this Komodo dragon has to be incredibly careful because there are hunters on the prowl. Oh, and here's one now. What's it? Oh my God! Avert your eyes! Avert your eyes! <laughs> <laughs> It yep, really is, yep. though, isn't it? I've, I've done it for hours, just wandering it, around that island. It is. Oh, I've got to say, I said it was a stupid question, but it's not a stupid question. It is one of those things where, as a mini game, it is mindless. Yeah. But actually, you find yourself getting so involved in the creeping through the underbrush. And the other thing is, is because the, a lot of the animals are so fucking deadly, especially the bears, mm. that you need to make sure that you are ready to take that shot before you shoot them. Because if you miss, <laughs> or if you <laughs> just like hit them in the leg... It's game over, yeah, man. Game over. You're bear chow. <laughs> That's basically it. And especially if you've got a bow and arrow out at the time, because the last thing that you want to be doing when you're being hunted down by a rabid, big fucking grizzly bear is fucking around with an arrow and trying to stick one in its eye. <laughs> it ain't gonna happen. At it. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is ridiculously addictive. Yeah. I don't know. I'm guessing it's because I'm guessing it's the same thing as we get in a lot of games where you, you want to level up. Everybody wants a little bit of RPG element in a game, I think, and we all want to level up. Yeah. I think the fact that the that hunting those animals allowed you to get those extra add-ons in the game and let you level up. Mm. It's like like I've said before, Need for Speed Underground. I hate racing games, but I love building cars. Yeah. So like Need for Speed Underground, I, I had no interest in the racing component of that game whatsoever, but pimping out a badass car. Yeah, taking a little like Fiat Punto and turning it into something that had more spoiler than wheel. Yeah, it was just I loved that. That was great. That's that is a Kickstarter. Just <laughs> a cust, just a customization game where you you Take pick the world anything, you pick anything and customize it to the. The, to nth the nth degree. degree. <laughs> well, anything at all. I'd pick a panda. <laughs> I'd pick a panda. Pimp my panda. I want your dog. Oh my God. I want came to pimp your panda. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Your panda was just boring when it was just black and white. Now, <laughs> <laughs> tiger strikes Shazam. It's got a TV inside it. Oh man. Yeah, it's got to put a TV in your. That's basically a telly to me. <laughs> <laughs> This is you're, you're basically describing how Teletubbies were made by exhibit. <laughs> I'd watch that TV I'm, show. I'm on board with this. I'd pimp my pimp my asterisk. That's what this game is called. Yeah. And you literally pick anything. Dinosaur, not a problem. Dining table, you're on. Take <laughs> <laughs> anything you want. And we're pimp just your dining pimp, table. Pimp the shit out of it. Some um. neons on it underneath. <laughs> <laughs> Fog machine. <laughs> Fog machine and some oh, bat God. subs on either end. Make it bounce off the floor. So you can't. 
hydraulic table. Get some fat rims on that table. Oh my god, hydraulic table. <laughs> one of the best things that have happened to this podcast. I'm trying to think of other inanimate objects. I'm, I can't help the immediate thing that as soon as we said table, that I went shed. <laughs> in shed. shed. Yeah, that's, that's where I'm That's an MTB program right there. Yeah. We removed that boring felt that you had on your roof <laughs> and replaced them with solar panels. <laughs> You're just like, why do I need solar panels on my shed? Because... <laughs> because of the jet engine that's inside it. Oh, that's <laughs> power the disco ball. <laughs> that's all the jet engine powers is the disco. Yeah. Ball. <laughs> A jet-powered disco ball. Shed, move your shed on its fat rims with its hydraulics while oh, the disco ball is turning on the inside. Oh, the next right. one's very similar. Very it, similar to yeah. the previous one. It is. Um, so this one's James Bricknell at Caradol. Uh, if you could mash up any three games, what would they be? Okay. Hashtag ask Ready Player Two. So this is this is basically Lego and two of the games now. Fallout, Red Dead Redemption, and Lego. <laughs> oh my god! So your Lego character riding into a presumably like yellow, entirely yellow block landscape, riding a two-headed <laughs> Lego cow. Yeah. A okay, yellow game. He says that like it's completely normal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I want. Um, or, or Fallout, Red Dead Redemption, Guitar oh, Hero. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh my, god. my god! Actually, do you know what? This is the stupidest thing. Like, I've got to bring this up at this point. There is a point in God of War three. If anybody else has played this, and I can only describe it as God of War Guitar Hero. There is, I shit you not, there is a, a puzzle in this God of War game, which on its own is ridiculous because this is one of the most mindless games I've ever played. But there is a puzzle in it where effectively a giant Guitar Hero screen comes up, right? And you're turning right. this big crank. And while this thing is going, you literally have to hit like triangle, square, X at the, at the right time. It is just God of War Guitar Hero. That's all it is. Why would you think that that was a good idea to put that into a game? Especially because I couldn't do it and it pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid game. So I would not mash up God of War and Guitar Hero, just so we're clear. Um, I liked I liked your original. I just want to go back to this whole Lego Fallout um, Red Dead Redemption. I'd right. love the idea of going out into like the wasteland and collecting Lego blocks to make yourself your own homestead. And like make a, like a Lego fence so that you have to go out and rustle Lego cows. <laughs> or Lego Brahmin. <laughs> Yeah, and you have to right. take them back, and then you have to like hire Lego Lego bandits to protect your Lego homestead. Okay. Am I overthinking? Yeah, I, I, yeah no, I can get on board with that. I'm liking this. It, do, it does kind of smack of um, Minecraft, but yeah. yeah, but that's what Lego is. That's what we want. Yeah. That, yeah, that's fine. I'm okay with that. Um, I choose to mix Bayonetta, Silent Hill, and Lego if we're on the <laughs> Lego bandwagon. Just on... for something way, way off the borders. <laughs> The Bayonetta and Lego, I can I can get that because Jedi's and Lego have already worked. But what yeah. was your other Silent Hill and Lego? Silent it Hill. Sort, sort of loses its tension, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you I don't know. Kids things are really creepy sometimes. You got the solitaire. Actually, yeah. If you put a sinister spin on Lego, that could actually be quite interesting. Also, if you've ever stepped on a Lego, you know how painful it is. <laughs> oh that's God. like that's like torture. I just stepped on a pyramid head. Pyramid head Lego. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you imagine <laughs> that Lego. That would be it's amazing. So I'd love to see that scene out of the movie where where Pyramid Head rips that woman's skin. 
right? <laughs> Entirely in Lego. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, so is... he basically just rips her in two, and then it's got like a Lego skin in one hand, and yeah. then it's just like. <laughs> no, but she's just like the, yellow. So the, gen <laughs> like... the generic, the generic Lego skeleton in the other hand. Yeah, yeah. That'd be good. This would be brilliant. Yeah, I'm on board with that. I'd like, I like that idea. Ross, Sinister. what two, what two Sinister. games would you like to mix with Lego? Uh, well, to mix with Lego, I'll take uh, Animal Crossing. And Nintendogs. Oh my god. <laughs> Animal Crossing, Nintendogs, and Lego. I no idea how it works. I get the, exactly, I'd make I millions get the idea. <laughs> I get the animal petting idea. See, that's so no, just, stupidly, that just makes perfect sense. Yeah. Because you've got the Animal Crossing element of it where you've got all of the, all of the other stuff that's going on with that. Then you can drill down into a, 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 like, a petting game where you keep all your animals happy by doing the Nintendogs petting stuff with them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's all in Lego. Yeah. I'm making fortune. Yeah, genius. You're making fortune with, with all of your Kickstarters. I'm making sure that I keep in contact with you because if you ever get a small amount of collateral, yeah, you're on with this. <laughs> this is your off and away. I'm making sure that we keep in contact because I need to be involved. Just in case. Uh, what's yours, so, Rich? Have I got to mash up with Lego? Yes. No, not not specifically, but I'd like to. All right, I'm going to mash one up with Lego, and then I can probably come up with another one. But I, I would love to mash up. I like. I'm going with Elle's idea, so I'm going to take two really nice things and mix it with something that's not nice. So I'm going to. I'm going to take. I'm going to. I'm going to take Lego, Pokemon, and Shadow Man. Oh my God! Yes. Oh God. <laughs> right. That's where I'm going with this. So you've got Pokemon, right? So it's a leg. It's all, all in Lego, and you collect Pokemon, right? But you have to go to to Dead Deadland. So you have to go to Dead World, so you jump between Dead World and 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 you have to go and get these like take out these other serial killers, but you have to kill them entirely with Pokemon. See now, Pokemon's kind of morally dubious as well. It's like you yeah, kids, it's teaching that. kids to do like animal fighting. Like <laughs> yeah. we could turn this, we could make this gruesome. Yeah, I like that. I like the whole idea. And if Pokemon like step out of line, you like I don't know, kill them. Therapy. Yeah, you, you know, you kill the Pokemon and then you go to Dead to Dead. Deadland, Dead World, or whatever the fuck they call it, yeah. And you just kind of pick them up and go, "See what you made me do." <laughs> yeah, we don't talk about this. This is our little secret, and you stuff them back in the Pokeball. You put far too much thought into this. I put nearly no thought into this. Maybe a little bit worse. Mm. I like the idea of mashing up like entirely happy-go-lucky games with games that that would make children wet themselves. <laughs> I like, I like this idea quite a lot. This has got legs. You'd get so many confused mums buying it, being like, yes, Lego is fine. Yeah, exactly. It's Lego and it's Pokemon. <laughs> Mummy, I can't sleep. <laughs> says that you might take me to the other world. You're a monster. You should know better. You have children. <laughs> yeah, that's why I know these things. You have to scare them straight. <laughs> Parenting tips from Ready Player Two. <laughs> How, how not to look Basically after your children. ignore everything that I do. <laughs> yeah, be completely the opposite of me. Oh, See, you're talking to the guy who let his little brother play Resident Evil when he was around about eight, <laughs> and who from then on and unto this very day will not play zombie games. At all. Oh, he will no. not play horror games. Drum he will not play horror games. I don't know. I think scary things when you're young as, young as the rite of passage. I mean, I watched Alien when I was about six. I right. came out alright. I, I came out alright a little bit. <laughs> I, I, 
I had a mate who years and years ago, we were like, this is, God, we were probably 12 or 13. And we had a sleepover at his house. This is how cool we were. And, uh, and we were kind of saying this, the shit that we were really scared of. And he said, facehuggers. Yeah, I am so, so scared of facehuggers. Uh, my brother, uh, when I was like six, made me watch alien and I I completely screwed me up since then and I'm sorry but in a room with two of the guys that are going to be sleeping in your room for the rest of that night it's the worst thing to say so we had a couple of drinks you know we'd like skim some skim some of the liquor cabinet off and we'd we'd all kipped out at about 3 a.m and of course I had to after he'd gone to sleep kind of climbed up on onto his waited until he looked perfectly serene and stuck my hand on his face (laughs) I was not invited back for weeks oh, no. his mom got like she because he screamed he jumped out of bed i fell backwards the other guys woke up his sister woke up he i'm pretty sure had wet himself yeah moral of the story i'm not a nice person to have as a friend <laughs> don't tell me your deepest fears and then sleep near me <laughs> just a bad idea oh and on top of that we are, oh, this is another brilliant story. We all watched, we all sat in a house together and watched Paranormal Activity. And with a bunch of people in a dark room, that was a creepy film and it genuinely creeped me out. It was a scary film, but there is one point in that film where the completely invisible ghoulie thing, whatever it is, basically kind of pulls the woman's leg and then yanks her out of bed by her leg and pulls her out of the room. That night, after we'd finished watching that film, um, my mate <laughs> crept out of bed grabbed his missus's leg and oh. yanked her out of bed and pulled her out of the room. Oh, man. That is horrid. Absolutely brilliant. Mind you, the footprints, they they remind me of Big Bird, which kind of ruined it a tiny bit for me. Mind you, what? Big Bird. Right. Oh, Big Bird. <laughs> Look at those footprints. They're obviously Big, big Bird. It's <clears throat> a big beard to start with. I was just like, somebody's got a big beard? I don't know. Where are you going? <laughs> That has been episode 10 of Ready Player 2. Thank you very much for listening and thank you to Elle for joining us at uh, at so- such short notice. Thank you very much, Elle. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm not going to call you Pretend Zero anymore. <laughs> <laughs> your new Zero. You... No, no, I've earned my stripes now. Yeah, you're yeah. Zero too. <laughs> <laughs> the new improved. Uh, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have been super and um, everyone else can hear some more of it on the next episode because I won't be here so we will be recording or these guys will be recording on my birthday uh, and I will probably be in Scotland so <laughs> I won't be able to record but you can keep up to date with all of the goings on in between now and then on our Twitter page, which is at Ready P- uh, Ready P Two. No, oh, nearly oh. Ten, ten, ten episodes, and I still can't remember it. <laughs> What's our website, Lewis? ReadyPlayer2.co.uk. That's what is with it? A t- is it a, a number? T- no, it's uh, with a T T W O. Yeah, you just googled it, didn't you? <laughs> no, not this time because I type it in on a regular basis now. Do, do, do you type song. the TWO or do you just type the ready in and then that Chrome pre fills it for you? Pretty much. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. I have uh, I have two now. I have one for the web page, uh, one for the home page, and then one just to log straight in to the website. So. Um, 
Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, hit us up on readyplayer2.co.uk. Make sure, please, that if you have iTunes or if you listen to podcasts on iTunes or if you even have iTunes installed for any particular reason, please head to iTunes and rate and possibly review us. Um, there's not a lot of people doing that at the moment. Makes us kind of angry. Makes me a little bit sad. Do it or we will hunt you down. Yeah, tell your friends. Leave tell your friends. Yeah, leave kind or leave no words. You can say what you want, <laughs> as long as you give us five stars and a little review. Say whatever the hell <laughs> you want in it. I don't these care. guys are utter bollocks. <laughs> five stars, exactly. Five stars. Five stars. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. exactly. I'd rather listen to a screaming baby. Five stars. Yeah. That's, <laughs> That's not too similar to listening to you, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke, Rich. I don't get too bent out of shape. I've got a few other podcasts <laughs> I can plug. You can hear me on uh, Man on the Post, football podcast every week. Uh, I've got Ring the Bell, the wrestling podcast. That's out once a month. Um, I think that's what I'm doing. <laughs> find me on Twitter at uh, RossBell1984. Rich, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Zebwen. Uh, and you can find me on YouTube at Newbie5. And L, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at EscapingIRL. Or you can find me on my WordPress, uh, which is the same name. And you can just Google me. You just Google Lewis. (laughs) (laughs) As always, just Google him. I'm Lewis87. You can also find a lot of L's excellent articles on the Ready Player 2 website. So make sure you. And a lot of our new content. So we've got videos, we've got our Ready Player battles uh, that we do with Zero. We have got some of our Let's Plays. Uh, that Rich has done, that Zero has done of uh, various game nights. There's a new Pretty trailer much trash coming soon, promise. There yep. will be a new trailer trash coming soon. Uh, Basically, a... we're a lot more than a pretty podcast. <laughs> yeah. We have got an excellent <laughs> website with loads of fantastic content, so check it out and uh, and come back to us with any feedback you've got on any of it, and we'll possibly talk to you about it or talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, we do like package. to interact with the community. We're, we're everything. We are. <laughs> yeah. We've got the fucking, we've got the website, we've got the pimped out shed, we're fucking rocking. We've now got a female as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That, that couldn't possibly sound, sound more sinister. sinister. <laughs> We've now got a female as well. <laughs> and it sounded like you were going to finish that with a nice Chianti. <laughs> I think that's the end of, uh, of this episode. Of Ready Player 2. That's it. We're done. <laughs> Boom. Drop mic. 10 episodes all you get. Drop the mic. We're off the stage. Fuck you. Peace out, bitches. Bye. 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 This may be a foolish question, but you're not on mute, Lewis, eh? That'd be hilarious. Have you got a little button on your microphone that mutes it? That mutes it? Yeah. That has happened to me before. Yeah, it happens every week on one of the posts. Test. Oh, my God. Okay, were you muted? I might have been. Oh, my God. That's going in the podcast. Yeah. How the fuck did I manage that? I've done uh, that before. Actually, now, to be fair, now I'm having another issue. I don't know if you can hear that, but... Yeah, what is that? It's feedback. Have you got another microphone? Oh, it might be... How do I disable <laughs> my microphone? Right, I don't, so don't go back to where them. you were. Yeah. And play in recording devices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and find the one that's looping back. Right-click on it and choose disable. Hooray! <laughs> there you go. I often wonder how I got my job in IT. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. The other, the other day, we, I we, had to... Google, 
how to work out what one gig was in bytes. <laughs> I am. Um, I know it's 10, 1024. The other week the on the podcast, I've got yeah. a little, I've got like a little uh, kind of dongly thing halfway down my um, head, headset cable. Yeah. All right. And when I when I push the button on it, the button goes red and it, it mutes me. <laughs> yeah. For probably ten minutes, last podcast, <laughs> you guys were discussing away, and I was quite heatedly trying to join in with the discussion. <laughs> you guys were like completely ignoring me. I was like, "This is just rude." Now, after is that, that what we need to do. And that, that was it. I was muted because like my belly had pushed the button in between, like me and my desk, and that. <laughs> right. Um... <laughs> what, what's what's happening with the whole fucking schoolboy stereotyping that's going on here? Because we've got the jocks and the geeks suddenly. <laughs> I, I, I feel... need zero to balance this. Survival of the fittest. <laughs> I feel like going in the corner and hugging my comic book collection at the moment. <laughs> God. I don't. Me and me and Ross are com- comic book nerds as well. Yeah, yeah I'm sat in front of all my graphic novels right now. <laughs> so we, we you know that somebody's a comic book nerd when he calls them graphic novels. Exactly. Oh. We'd, we'd beat you up and then take your comic book <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, and no. your pocket money <laughs> to buy more with. Exactly. I give me two seconds, and then we can carry on. Okay. okay. Right, I'm just going to mute my mic again so I can shovel a spoonful of carbonara in my face. Gilanara. Okay, go for it. Gilanara. Your wife's put on Facebook that Christmas is coming. Christmas is coming? Why? She's reading the studio catalogue, apparently. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> she came over a minute ago, and she had some, like, Asda leaflet on her. And she goes, um, re- it said on top of it, refer... <laughs> refer a friend and get £25 earn up to £100 and she'd written <laughs> above it do they think I've only got four friends <laughs> <laughs> brought it over to me and like hovered it in front of my face this is why we're talking on the podcast and I've, I've muted my microphone and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> hang on let me finish my wine gum <laughs> out of times I've heard that <laughs> one sec. Fuck's sake, Ollie, another one then. <laughs> <laughs> yep, also lends credence to the fact that we know women. Which is always good. Not like no women, not like understand <laughs> women. Just like we are, we, we have people that like we that know Mel, that are women. That, like that Mel Gibson film. That was an amazing <laughs> film. <laughs> oh, shut up. I loved that film. Seriously, you couldn't Oh, Jesus, put your that. ovaries away. <laughs> oh, look, I loved that film. <laughs> that was a good film. Mel Gibson electrocutes himself in the bath of the hairdryer. What's not to like about that film? Okay, that bit was what, quite entertaining. But I, no, I enjoyed that. See, I'm I'm quite I I don't mind chick flicks, as long as they entertain me, I'm fine with it. Oh, that's double strength juice. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot that. <laughs> oh my god. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.